Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Still in the basement, no longer alone. With my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Let's see who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! Yes, yes, yes. You're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon. That would be me and Therese, who's coming on a little later. Today, we're going to do something a little special. It's a little special. We are going to play some... What you call like gospel house music today, but before we do that, let's kick it off with a little shaka con because I am a shakaholic. Just to get us started, let's do clouds.
Hi, this is Ann Mendy, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon Armstrong. Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Therese will be joining us soon and very soon, as will our special guest for today, Ms. Dawn 
Tallman, who is lovingly known as the queen of gospel energy. Can't wait to talk to her about that. And in the meanwhile, let's listen to a little bit more music by Dawn Tallman.
welcome you all back to the show. I mean, those of you who are just joining in, my name is Javon, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And today's special guest is going to be Dawn Tallman, who is the queen of gospel energy. And that was just Dawn that you were listening to, and her music is off the chain, and I love gospel music because you could you be getting your groove on gospel house specifically getting your groove on at the same time you get to do that shout and I have so much to be grateful for so very much to be grateful for one of the things or the people I have to be grateful for is my co-hostess with the mostess Therese Happy Saturday to you too, love. How you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I mean, it sound like it, but I'm doing well. Doing yeah, you well. do sound a little froggy in there. You know, you sound. Yeah, you almost sound true. like me. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that smooth. I'm not that smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you funny though. You funny. You funny. <laughs> That's I'm cool. Excited though. For today's guest today. I'm excited. Cool. You know what? I have lost my live feed, I think. So I just, you know, want to see. Oh, it's still up, but I don't have it. What's up with that? Okay, there it is. You know, I got to make sure everything is going on. I need an assistant down here or something, Raz, you know? Got to make that happen. Got to make that happen. Got to do something. You know, there's so many things. Let me just put this out there because people are now joining on the live feed. And let me just say hi. I love to give personal shout outs to the people who joined first. Artie Green, that's my dude from the Bronx. We grew up together way back in the day. Boogie Down, I haven't seen him for like. Say hi. I love to give personal shout outs. Wait, uh-oh. Now I'm hearing feedback. I'm hearing feedback. Don't want that. So anyway, um, Loretta, of course, how you doing, love? Elizabeth Perez, Sonia Moore, as always, good day to you, love. Ulysses Carter, I always get happy when I see him. Have never met him in person. You have to make that happen for me, Perez, just so I can take oh, that absolutely. brother. Absolutely. I, I, there's just certain people in this world I need to meet, and yes. he's one of them. He's one of them. <laughs> yes, he's one of them for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm. I always see his posts, always positive. You know, just somebody. I just, you know, how you just feel something. I don't know, but yeah. um, yeah. So I just want to say hi to everybody. A couple of things I want to say. Um, going forward, because what I've noticed is that if I go live, we have a new Instagram page. It brunch in the basement, right? So if I go live through Instagram, it will hook up with the In the Basement page. So because there's a, a Facebook page in the basement. So I put that page on my regular page, my um, personal page, um, so that people will know going forward, that's how I'm going to be doing the lives, through Instagram or, or the whatever, the page, so that the live could be fed through Instagram as well. You know what I'm saying? 
We have people that follow on Instagram and who are not necessarily my Facebook friends. So want to do that. You still there, Rest? I'm here. Oh, okay, groovy, groovy. So that I want to do that. So. that. That message needed to be clear. So. All right, so you want to reiterate it because you have a more clear way of uh, saying things. No, no, that was clear. That was clear. I, 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 was, I was listening because I just needed it to be clear, un, uninterrupted, what you were saying. So that was very important. But I'm here. Okay, yeah, groovy. Because going forward, I mean, I love doing the Facebook Live on my page because I noticed that a lot of my friends who, Facebook friends who were not calling into the show will actually, you know, check out the live, which is a wonderful thing. I appreciate that. But I want to open it up for more people. So I have people on, we have, we have people that follow us on Instagram that don't necessarily, who are not necessarily friends on my Facebook, my personal Facebook page. And I have people who have liked the Facebook page who are not necessarily on my personal friends list, if that makes sense. So please like the page. I put the page up. I'll probably maybe repost it um, throughout the week so everybody will know. But the, the Facebook, this live will no longer be on this particular page. I'm going to be moving it. So I just wanted to be clear with that, and maybe I'll make that announcement again at the end of the show or sometime at that point or some at some other point in the show. So, you know, those who are not listening yet will will get the same message. And, um, yeah, that's what's up. Yes, Ulysses, let's make it happen, dude. I got, I got, I got to meet you. I just, I just have to. So, um, moving on. How was your Valentine's Day, Rez? How was that? Well, I, I, you know, I know this is going to sound really, really super corny, but we don't celebrate Valentine's Day like on that day. Um, we kind of have a different kind of thing, like love is every day. And yes. um, for those of you who, and here here I go being, you know, political political spice, but for those of you who know the real meaning of Valentine's Day with the St. Valentine's Day massacre, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's kind of difficult to wrap your head around um, the commercialism of it because I just believe that love is 365 days a year. Now, what I will do on days like that is, like, I, I'll support, like, um, black-owned card companies. Okay. Uh, making uh, cards, and I'll give them to people who do celebrate, you know, the occasion. I'm not a killjoy, but I will, you know. <laughs> I'll accept little chocolates here and there, but in terms of just saying, oh, we're celebrating, I give my wife flowers anytime I feel like it. Anytime I feel she needs to smell them, that's what I do. I and hear that. Person. You know, that's so cool. Shout out to those who do, not taking away or, you know, anything. Shout out to Happy Valentine's Day for all those who celebrate. And, and not, love is every day. It's, it is. It's all about everyday love. And it's so funny because both Cheryl and I, told each other, you know, this year, and we say this every year, but it just never happens that way. Like we said, you know, ah, we'll go out on Saturday night, Saturday night's date night anyway, you know, that's every Saturday night we, we try to do something special. So we'll just celebrate it on Saturday, right? So that was the plan. But on Valentine's Day, I felt like bringing her home some flowers. I know she loves roses 
So I bought I bought some roses home. I get home. She's already home, which is rare. She's never home when I get there. But I come in with the with the roses thinking I'm doing something extra special and sweet. There's candles and you you've been to the house, so you know the little dining table is all set Hello. up with red and you know, this nice red silky cloth. I'm like, what's up? And Cheryl don't be cooking for me. I'm I'm blowing her up. She she don't come home and cook for me, but when she does, it's slamming. And she <laughs> cooked me a nice dinner and we got to watch you know, we surprised each other, you know, even though we said we weren't gonna do anything like that. Um and tonight we're going out to for a fine dining experience. Um which we were <laughs> gonna do that anyway, you know what I'm saying? But um and, and that's that. But you know what? Regardless, and like you said, you know, there is a lot of commercialism around everything, right? Um, and the, the the reason for the season gets mixed up in, you know, oh, my God, today I have to. And, and no, it, what you have to do every day is love on yourself first so that you can better love on those that you love outside of yourself. Right. So Ulysses says, Javon, also cross-reference your social media platforms to follow all your pages so you get those people to support this amazing platform and ask your followers to tell their friends, too, about your live shows each Saturday. That is wonderful advice. I am trying to get there, Ulysses. Slow but sure. Um... I'm trying to find a social thing. Like I used to use, and I still use to this day, Hootsuite. And that will, you know, send everything out to all the, all the different social media um, that I use. Uh, but now my Facebook page, my main page, does not, Facebook doesn't allow on your personal page for third parties to, to print. So you got to use your other pages. So I have to, you know, like business pages or whatever. So I have to start using those pages more often. Um, But what you said is true. So um, follow Therese and I on Instagram. We both have personal pages and we have the in the the basement page. Or is it the brunch in the basement? I don't even know what I called it. I'll let you know in a minute. Yes, it's the Brunch in the Basement page. Um, And then we have an In the Basement page on Facebook. I don't know if I have it as In the the Basement with Javon, but if it's In the Basement with Javon, I'm going to, well, still, Therese, you're coming in the basement with me. We're not in your basement. We're in my basement, right? (laughs) I don't know. We'll, We'll probably, I'll probably change that. Um, because I love the t- togetherness. So, um, but what what we need, we also need. Okay, so for those listening, this is this is that show. <laughs> we need a social media person, somebody who needs an internship. Um, because in addition to the show, we also have a nonprofit, and Res, we got to get we got to get moving on that. Um, the nonprofit is the Emancipation Foundation, which 
was brought together to raise awareness regarding sex trafficking and um, other forms of modern-day slavery. So we need to get that up. And um, we have a couple of people volunteering to assist us with shows, Rez. So we, we need to get that together. And, um, yeah, PR and marketing, Lord knows that's um, one of the things that, that I need the most, that we need the most. Um, so we have the show, we have the foundation, and so we definitely need marketing, we need PR, we need social media, somebody. We need a photographer to do some promo shots. Now, we all know Rez is just naturally beautiful. Yeah. The eyes and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, But we need a photographer that can help make me look good in the picture too, okay? Without too much beating of the face. I, I'm just not really... There she goes. I, there she goes. I can't. I can't. I can't. I will if I have to, but I can't. But we need some, you know, professional shots and um, some other things that I'm going to actually be talking to Sherry about. Um, Sherry and I are going to, Sherry Carpenter, who was on the show not too long ago, um, who is a director, movies, television director. Um, she also, for those of you who know the um, marriage equality music vid- video that Cheryl and I did, um, she directed and helped put that together. Um, so um, we're going to be talking. I want her. She she explained to me that some of the things that I've been putting together are actually called sizzle reels. And sizzle so, reels, yes. yeah, I just never heard of that before. I just put stuff together. And, um, you know, sometimes you can create something. You, you, you're creative and you're like, oh, look at my thing. And people are like, oh, yeah, that's a blah, blah, blah. You know, there's already a name for what it is, and that's pretty cool. So I'm so glad you listened. Your wheels are turning. Woo! Let me tell you something. I'm just going to pause for a quick second and say this about Ulysses, a.k.a. Pop Carter, okay? His wheels never stop turning. I mean, he'll have these. He's, he's like, he's got ideas. And he's such a, an amazing soul. So it's so funny that, like, he'll hear something, and then all of a sudden you see the eyes, and he doesn't even know this, but I laugh sometimes to myself because his eyes start moving, and then it goes, you know what? <laughs> and there he goes. So I'm, I'm yeah. kind of like, I just saw him post, um, he's back in March, so we got we to gotta make a little dinner or something happen and just kind of get together and just, one, show love, and then two, you know, just talk. Just talk about some ideas, because... As you know, he's um, been attached to some major legends in the business. And outside of that, yeah. you know, outside of that, the man himself is just an amazing spirit, you know, and he's a, he's a sweetheart and he's good at what he does. And he moves in such a way that it is, um, <laughs> we laugh because he's here one minute and then pew, on the next. He could be anywhere. That's so what's up. We're going to make that happen, Pop. <laughs> it, you know what? It's so amazing, like, I I just I you, I don't know him like you know I've never met him like I said but somehow I just feel like I know him and mm-hmm. this just you know that doesn't happen with me often I'm 
as much as I love people, I'm a hermit. I don't need to meet people. I could stay right here in my little basement and be very happy. Um, but there's some people worth coming out the basement for, crawling out the basement for um, coming. Uh, so, and Ulysses is one of those people that I just really, really want to meet. Um, so, yeah, there's so many things, so many, so many different things, um, ideas that pop into my head. And, you know, I'm just happy about the, the whole thing. Um, and I just want you to know, in case you're, not really reading all the comments. Oh, you, you did read Loretta's comment. But for those yeah, who are <laughs> on the live, Loretta Fuller said, oh, Lord, let's not talk about those eyes, Javon. It can turn into a whole different show. And it has oh, sometimes. Oh, God. man. You know I still what? got people in my inbox about your eyes. And I'm like, she's married. All right? <laughs> and I got eyes, too. Jeez. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what? Thank you. Thank you, dearly, Loretta. Better to see you with. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. I appreciate oh, Therese, what beautiful eyes you have. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Better to see you with, my dear. That is <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, and that's when they're working, because, you know, that that long distance thing is like an interesting thing these days for <laughs> Yeah, right. I know. So one of one of my coworkers actually Googled me and she said, Oh my God, Javon, I had no idea. And I thought she was gonna say that I'm into so many things creatively. I had no idea how old you are. <laughs> what? Of all the things that she saw online about me, I'm like, yo. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. That's because you you present what uh, how old you are. That's kind of weird because you're not old one, and then two, you have youthful energy. So I mean, I'm trying to figure out what she. <laughs> shout out to the coworkers. You know, <laughs> shout out, well, shout out, young one. I believe that alone. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you: Had did you have an opportunity? Because our special guest should be calling in um, within the next five minutes or so. Um, have you had an opportunity to listen to any of her music? Now, here is the funny part, okay? Here's the hilarious part. I don't know what or what I don't know what I heard when you initially said we were going to have her, and my brain must have been someplace else. I saw the sister live at Lincoln mm. Park. You know, because wow. you know, I like to do like if I haven't heard of the artist or, or the guest, I like to do some you know backdoor research first because you know you can't come on acting sounding yeah. weird. You have to yeah. do you got to do your homework. And I was like, okay. And I looked. I was like, oh wow, I was there. I was there at Lincoln Park. So I know this sister. And also, also she cut a she cut a track with West End Records with Uncle Mel many years ago. And I was like, that's the, those are the same powerhouse vocals. So yes, yes, I know Miss Tolman. Yes, I know her work. Absolutely. So I'm super excited to hear from her. Absolutely. Yo, man, she she blows me away. Blows me. Her her vocals and Therese, you know me and my shockaholism, right? Yes, yes. You know, I, I don't play with shaka. To me, nobody sounds like shaka. Nobody is shaka. This just just shaka. And then there's everybody else. But then there's tears to everybody else. Everybody ain't in the same category. I can't. I don't want 
to lie and make it seem like this shaka. And then there's everybody else all in the same soup bowl. No, that's not true. You know, there's levels. There's some right. people. Shaka recently said, you know, what's missing from today's music? She said talent. I was like, wow, she threw all the shade. But <laughs> she, yeah. And some people just want to be heard, you know. But then there's people that have talent and that have raw ability. You know what I'm saying? There was a song that Dawn sang, and I heard a hint of Shaka influence in it. And that blew me away. I could hear that. And years ago, she was a guest on the show, and I asked her who who were her influences. And she mentioned Shaka Khan, and I could hear it. That was, you know, because I'm always, you know, I'm very in tune to my Shakaholism. Um, same thing with Melissa Morgan. You can you can see that she was influenced by Shaka as well. But um, yeah. And then I, I went to this little church, and Dawn was singing there. And she, I think I, I was waiting for the doors to fly off when she started singing because she rocked that church. So that's that's really I'm really excited about that. Um her coming on the show and, um, you know, doing her thing for us. But I'm glad that you know who she is. Uh, of course, I knew you would appreciate her vocals. L- let me just ask you about gospel house music and your take on that. Like, some mm. people who listen to gospel music, they'll be like, you know, that that's um, contrary to gospel music. What, what's your thoughts mm. on that? Let me tell you something. I'm glad you asked just this question, and I was going to actually, I got a way, I, I have, I want to ask you on a question about it too. Now, my first ever um, connection towards Gospel House was um, through Tremaine Hawkins, okay? Yes. Now, I remember, I re- yes, yes, yes. Now, I remember, <laughs> and, and by the way, to this day, to this very moment, this very second, that is still one of the baddest cuts released thus far, okay? So, and, and shout out to Tremaine Hawkins and the legendary Hawkins sisters, yes, okay? Just want to give it all, Edward Hawkins, I want to give him all the props for that, but Tremaine was revolutionary in allowing that to happen because what that did is it bridged the gap between house and gospel in such a way that it did not lose its message at all. And what it did was it just sent the message, honestly, in a, in a different orbit. So for those of you who do not know, please Google Tremaine Hawkins' uh, Fall Down. That's the name of the record, or Spirits Fall Down, I think that's what it's called. But extended version, you remember that, Jay, the extended version of yes, it? And, yes, know, yes, yes. The, the, um, the sounds come in and you hear the wind start and then it just it just goes boom, boom. The bass punches. I mean, yes. it can take you where you need to be. So that was my first introduction. But I remember distinctly all of the controversy that came from that. You know, I heard everything from sacrileges to – and it, I just thought it was so incredibly ridiculous. I just thought it was so incredibly ridiculous and I love it. I love Gospel House. I've always loved what they what they coined Gospel House. I love some of the powerhouse gospel artists that get it, you know, um, and everybody who followed after the fact. Because Tremaine took a, you know, not personally, but that 
record took a lot of beating. And I think because of that, the DJs played it more and more, <laughs> you know, because, yeah, come on, man, like, I remember being in the garage listening to that and, and twirling, you know, and a lot of other <laughs> clubs listening to that and twirling. And there was nothing negative about it. You know, it was bring it was doing what God says do if you really want to be that transparent. You know, just kind of bringing people together and, and still calling his name and, you know, all of that. So I don't I don't get it. I never got what the controversy is. I think music is universal, dissonance, healing. And, you know, I don't think there's when people categorize things or put things in a box, how do you put something that <clears throat> excuse me, there's a voice. How do you put uh-huh. something that powerful in a box? You can't. That's not true for any um music. So, you know, my wife and I we had this thing sometimes when, you know, I have to focus on when I'm thinking pop artists, R and B artists, because it's all just kind of music. I understand why they separate it to, to a certain degree. And then the award shows just obliterate it in my opinion. But music is just it just is. You know? It just is. There are a lot of our artists that could be pop or could be mainstream that they want to classify certain ways to I don't know what that's about. You know, I just think it's horrendous. If you make it music, it's music, you know, and it should it could cross all kinds of uh, genres, so to speak. So that's my take on it. You know, I've loved it from the beginning. I continue to love it now, and I think that it was a great look for both sides. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So our special guest is on the line, and before I bring her on, I just want to um, read a little bit of the background that actually I found on her website. Um, because anything I say, I'd rather hear it from her. But let me just give you the quick basics that Dawn Tallman is the queen of gospel energy. Me and my foolish self, I was calling her the queen of gospel house because I think of gospel house music when I think of her. But I get, I 100% get, and it's my bad, she is the queen of gospel energy. She was born and raised in Danbury, Connecticut where she began singing in the house of God from childhood. Later, she expanded her body of work into the R&B and dance scenes. Her voice and style have been compared to those of many great vocalists like who? Shaka Khan, see? Karen Wheeler and Olita Adams. Yet, her style is completely and audibly her own. Her ear for harmonies and her perfect sense for the placement of backing vocals and ad-libs make her a producer's dream and an audience's delight. You know what? That is so true. I don't know who wrote it for her, but that is on point. And it is my pleasure to introduce onto this show the Queen of Gospel Energy, Ms. Dawn Turner. How you doing, love? I can hear you, but you sound robotic. Are you on a speaker? You are you on a speaker phone? Oh, gee. Therese? Yes. Yeah, I'm here. She's yeah. Yeah, you sound clear, but can are you hearing her the same way I'm hearing her? I am. I am. All right, Dawn, can you Dawn, can you try to call us right back? 
like hang up and call call in again. That was that was sounding kinda weird, right? Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know I don't know what she was calling from, but we on she, got a, she got a call from a landline. I mean, she got a call from a, a phone. If she's, uh, it sounded like she was trying to call through the computer or something. Yeah. All right, Dawn. Hey. There, there we you go. go, love. There you go. There you go. Oh my goodness, that was. Uh, were you calling through the computer? No, I was on my phone, but I did have it on speakerphone at first, and then I took it off. So maybe okay. that was. I don't know. <laughs> Well, welcome, love. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm good. I'm 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 really blessed and busy. God is good. So let let me just um actually we before you called in we were talking about a very interesting topic um and Therese was saying how. You know, Hi, her first... Hi, good morning, John. Good morning. Thank you for being good here. Good morning. Good morning. My bad. You. I should introduce y'all to Rez, Dawn, Dawn, to Rez. Um, two of my very friends. You late. You late. You late. I know, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you right. You right. My bad. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just there. I'm just whatever, right? But okay, I know. So I know. I know you were listening a little bit to what Therese was saying. Her first introduction to gospel house music was um, Tremaine. Tremaine, yes. Down. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right? And and I I still have that song on. I still have that record on, on vinyl. Um, <laughs> Me too. And I, I remember being in a club called Better Days. All right. Oh. Back in the day. And, um... That was the first time in that club was the first time I heard the Clark Sisters. Yep, you brought the sunshine. That's yep. it. So I just had a whole me, conversation with somebody. So tell us your take on this. You know, when, when Therese, when you were talking, I said, I said, wow, she said everything that I said to somebody. <laughs> everything you said I, um, about that was my first intro, actually, to hearing, um, you know, gospel music in the club as well. And I was like, whoa, you mean you can, you know, you can play gospel and people up in here dancing and that kind of, you know, because I grew up straight church, you know. So, you know, it won't no dancing. And, you, you know, you try to shimmy a certain way, you might get a whooping or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, growing up, um, they wasn't having it. You know, right. so to to actually like hear that and hear it cross over into the club, and for people you know who probably would never step foot in a church to hear that in a club, and you know at first you hear the music and you move in, and then you say, wait a minute, this is gospel, and then the message moves you. That was something amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's now really I want to say that most of those people in the club were in the church. That's just the thing. Oh, you absolutely. Know, <laughs> amazing. But then that there's some which, right, which which for me, where I'm at in these days, um, I know I'm kind of going ahead, but um, for me and me traveling like all over the world and doing what I do, and the reason why I call it gospel energy is because I never wanted to be put in a box of just 
I just sing house music because that's not the case. You know, I'm a singer. I do everything. But when I sing, I, of course, the church comes with me. You know, everything I take to church. So that's why, where we came up with gospel energy because no matter what I'm singing, it's always a gospel element that's going to come out, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, what I said about stepping into the – when I go out to these clubs, there's some of these people who will never step foot in a church. But when I'm doing a show, when I'm singing, you know, these songs, they're being blessed. So for me, I, I – uh, that that's what I where I get joy from. Yes, and and honestly, you know, especially back in the day, um, I felt uncomfortable in most most churches. I felt um like I didn't belong, and I mm-hmm. I didn't belong. I got felt I I didn't belong clearly, and um so I didn't go to church. You know, when I was old enough to say I'm not going, I wasn't going. And um, I was gonna say that's not true though. You you belong. It was just the dumb people that made you feel that way. Amen. Yeah. Well, let's you know. let's, let's let's make that clear. You belong, but it's just well, people in their ignorance that make you feel that way. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. But there's some churches I just didn't belong in. You know, um, I don't belong anywhere where I'm made to feel less than. I I can't. Right, but that's what I mean. It's the people. Yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, it's 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 really the people. It's not the building. It's not. It's the people right. who make you right. feel that way. Right. And they're well, stupid I, because. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Let let it out. Let I it was out. gonna say, they're they're dumb because people don't realize the church is not even those four walls. The church is us. Yeah. As the, the people. So, so it's not even the building. It's how we how we live our quote unquote we let our light shine. So it, it was really the people. It wasn't so I don't ever want you to feel like you never belonged. That just actually hurt me when you said that because I know a lot of people who feel like that even now. And it's sad that people, you know, are ignorant and church is supposed to be a place of love and acceptance and God loves us all. It says it in the word. You can't pick out what you want out of the Bible and use it for how you want to use it. God is love. He loves everybody. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know something, Dawn? You know something, Dawn? It's funny because, like, this is clearly a radio show, right? And mm-hmm. I have this saying that you shouldn't have to tell me that you are a person of God. I should be able to see it without you, you opening it in your exactly. mouth. If you have to instruct exactly. me, then, I, then it's something that's not apparent about that. And through your words, and I've seen you live, you know, you embody that. I know that you, that, you know, and, and the, the spirits will feel safe with you, can feel safe with you in that message. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes people's belief systems become the conduit for how they act and behave to others Ooh. that are different from them, you know, um, that yeah. are different. And it's, you know, same body, same mass, same blood, same arms, legs, you know, but at the end exactly. of the day, the only thing that's different are the, is the belief systems. And unfortunately, like you said, I be, you know, and I'm going to, you know, further fortify what she said, Jay, I believe that, you know, we should be there. And she's right about the people because people carry a message sometimes as if confused with the main event. And sometimes <laughs> oh, when you take the love out of it, it becomes something else. So, um, yeah. 
because unfortunately I've had the experience of going to uh, churches who shall remain nameless and not feeling like it was all-encompassing, not feeling like it was a place that would serve the body of its people. And as a result, as a result, they've uh, not helped the community. Because, I mean, you know, regardless to we're all in the mankind community, you know, it doesn't matter how That's we, right. again, separate. We're all in the mankind community. So um, the the human church, race, as I say, human. Exactly. There you we're go. All the same. There you go. There you go. Yeah, you can't pick out what's convenient. In the Bible, you have to you have to consider it all, you know. Um, yep, and so, that's what people do. They they pick what they want, and then they use it, and then take it and make their own scripture, you know. And right. You, yeah. You, How about you that? just can't do that. Right. So. Right. So I I recall going to um a little church in Harlem, and you singing in that church, and when you saw me. <laughs> You said my name and you greeted me. And Dawn, I'm going to tell you that experience of you saying hello to me, the way you did when you said my name, it it almost sounded as though you were singing it. And I probably was. <laughs> you probably, let me tell you. I sing everything. I, I probably did. Did, did. did I not, Therese, did I not tell you and the wife that if I sang like Monifa, I would just sing everything. Y'all would be sick and tired of me. And, and when you when you sang when you sang my name, sweetheart, I, it stayed with me, and that's why I'm a forever fan and forever friend. Because you know it's true that we may not remember everything that people do or say, but we do remember how they made you feel. And the way you made mm-hmm. feel that day stays with me. A lot of things I don't remember, <laughs> as young as I am. But um, I just wanted to say that publicly, that you made me feel so special that day, that, you know, I got you. I got you. That was from a real place of love. Know that. When, I, when, people, when people meet me for the first time, that's what I want them to like experience. I mean, this is just who I am, period. This is not a facade. This ain't when the lights come on. This is how I act on and off stage. This is me, period. Um, and when people meet me, that's what I want them to see. Like, there's something about you. Like, when you walk in a room, like, are you, like, what? It, you know, I want that. I want people to see that I'm a walking heart, you know, a, a human heart. Like, I'm walking with love. Like, that's what it's about for me. Yeah. Right. When I Which reminds part. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say really briefly that that what you just said, a place of love, that reminds me of what our guest last week, Miss Joyce Sims, who's mm-hmm. listening now. She she's watching the the live. Hi, Miss Sims. Hey, we hey, love you. Hey, Miss Sims. <laughs> um, she said that everything emanates from love. And and mm-hmm. I thought about that all week. You know, it's so true um, that people act based on what they love. Now, you could look at some things politically and things are crazy, but those people who are doing things contrary to our belief system are doing it based on the things that they love. Mm-hmm. Everything comes from a place of love. And you can tell what people love based on what they act on and how they act. 
that that was right. just very deep. And thank you, Miss Sims, for saying that. So I just want to throw that in there when I saw her and you said that it just all came together. What were you saying, Therese? No, no, no. I was I was agreeing again, and 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 now listening to what you just said, how things tie in, you know, or, or further endorse each other, you know, like this is back to back to two women that I've um, listened to and have seen them live and listened to their music and, and, and uh, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So, just so real quick, just, I'm sorry, yeah. can I just say this real quick and then I'm going to, so <clears throat> it's funny that we're having this conversation because my pastor was just talking about levels of love and how people love. Like, some, there's some people that love you for what you can do for them. There's some people that love you for, like, how you look. You know what I mean? And then there's yes. God who has the agape love who loves you no matter what. Right. Or that unconditional love. So every, you're right. Everything is kind of like uh, an act of love, but it just depends, like, what kind of love do you want? Do you want that love that, okay, you just – Love me for how I look, but in ten years I ain't gonna look like this. So are you gonna still love me, or mm-hmm. you love me just what I could do for you right now? But when I don't got it, are you gonna still love me? My love is I don't care if you don't do a thing for me. I still love you. I love you know that's me. I don't care how yeah. you look. I don't care what your background is. Who you love. I don't care about any of that. Where I come from, a place of love. When you see me. You, you're going to see love no matter what. That's just who I am as an artist and as a person. That's a beautiful and I thing. Remember, I remember all that read on stage when I saw you last. And I think I want to say about, I want to say about maybe 2016, 17, somewhere. Whenever you did the Lincoln Park Festival last, I believe. Okay. That was you last, last year. I think I did it last year. last year? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so 40 years. The, I can't. When you had the big red dashiki on? Yeah. And the fan? And the fan yep. Okay. Perfect. So that is all love, all love, and had a good time. You're a good time yeah. live. I'll tell you that. You had the, you had the crowd going. You're a good time live. Yes, absolutely. Well, just, you know, they know all my music, so they they, they always on point. They ready. <laughs> so, speaking of music, you, you started singing in the church, right? When did mm-hmm. you When did you know that, how old were you, and what what told you that you had this phenomenal gift, this voice? Um, well, I, my mom said I was singing at like one years old. Um, I uh, used to jump off of her lap when I was little, and I used to sing all like the commercials on TV. And she said she said she knew then at about one, but at five I did a I did a concert at five years old, and. I remember being in this church, and it looked so huge. It looked like it was a billion people. And I'm standing next to this humongous baby grand piano, and I'm singing. I still didn't get it yet, though. But when I started singing and I saw the looks on people's faces, they were smiling. Some people was crying. People was like, you know, I seen my parents, and their faces look like the sunlight, you know, smiling. Oh. I I said, wait a minute, if I'm going to get this reaction from everybody, (laughs) this is what I want to do. Like, I knew then at five, I knew um, this is where I want to be. Like, I knew it was something. I still didn't quite get it at five, but I knew that 
I knew that this is all I wanted to do. And from that point on, that was all I wanted to do. Nice. Wow. Nice. That's, well, that's when you recognize your power, huh? I did. I, 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 at five, I knew. Like, I really knew. And from that point on, you couldn't stop me. Hmm. Wow, that's at amazing. Five, at five, who were some of the gospel artists that you listened to? Who was on, who was in that sound, part of the soundtrack of your life? I'm trying, you know what? When I was young, my parents didn't really listen to a lot. A lot of gospel, they were still kind of, you know, having their fun and doing stuff. Uh, but my grandmother would listen to a lot of Mahalia, um, like the real old school um, groups. Um, of course, Aretha and Mighty Clouds of Joy, all that kind of stuff. But my father was a Nat King Cole, Nat King Cole. Johnny Mathis, Barbara Streisand. That's who I actually listened to when I was young. Nice. And, and a lot of opera. Marian Anderson was actually my grandmother's best friend. So I used to listen to I wasn't an opera singer when I was younger. And so mm. I used to listen to classical music and a lot of opera um, And when I was younger. So I just, I had, it was very eclectic as a kid, you know, growing up. I didn't really start getting into like full full gospel music on my own until I was like older. I did grow up in church, but I still was at, in the home. It wasn't it wasn't like twenty four seven gospel playing on the you know in at home. It was all kinds of music. Gotcha. Did you ever uh-huh. do a young solo at church? Oh yeah. Well, that's what I said at five. I did my first concert by myself. A concert? What? what? A concert? No, I said a concert. Yeah. You're talking about a concert at five. <laughs> that's wow. what I was saying. I did, I did my first concert at five, and that's when I knew then. That's what I was saying. I knew, like, whoa. But I can remember um, the church. It's so funny. The church I belong to now is called New Hope Baptist Church. It's in Danbury. I, I went to church there when I was smaller, and I had a solo part. And um, my dad came to church and my mom had surgery so she couldn't come but I remember singing that song and my father jumped up and like ran around I'm like whoa like you know <laughs> somebody got that I didn't know back then like that was the Holy Spirit and all that stuff but he jumped up and was running the mind and people ah, you know like <laughs> I said whoa Okay, I really, you know, like that's all that is in me, you know, like wow. <laughs> so I, I do wow. remember that, and the song was called "Child of the King." It was like a hymn that I sang, and it was just that man. That was that was a magic moment right there. My uncle to this day, who's a a, a pastor, an associate pastor at the church, he still tells everybody that story. How does that song go, Child of the? How does that go? I, you know, the guy who was the, um, how does it go? My father's rich and how this man. He holds the world in the palm of his hand. Rubies and gold and silver and gold. I'm a child of the king wherever I go. I'm a child, child of the king. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you. Oh, no, no, no. 
But listen, you you know, right? You know, you know our black people. You know they remixed it, so it had a little beat to it. Oh, full transparency, full transparency. I know the tune. I just was hoping that you bit it just for that reason. You know thank you so much. <laughs> See, Bless Therese, thank Therese, you. I'm gonna tell you, you and me, we are right there together, baby. Because I was, I was, I was like, I was waiting for a, 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 the right moment to say, you know, Dawn, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but could you say it in the wrong for Because she has that raw kind of talent. That you can do that. You can't do that with everybody, if you know what no, I mean. No, 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 no. But yeah, Dawn, you could do that. You could do that. So what's your favorite song now, Dawn? Oh man, <laughs> gosh, you know I don't. I listen to some. I'm trying to think what's what's my favorite song. Any any song you mean, or just any like, song? It could be one of yours. Song. Anything. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't want to sound like that, but uh, I have a song on my album that's coming out right now. I wish I would have sent it to you earlier, but it's okay. And the song is called Flying. Um, and the song just talks about me flying through the down on the person that I used to be, and I'm mm-hmm. not that person anymore. It's a beautiful song. I sent it to you, so the next time when I on the album is coming on, so I'm gonna come back and I want to be able to like really share this. Um, this it's an experience for real. I, I'm okay. really excited. I can't for people to hear it. You know. So what we're gonna do, Dawn, is we're going mm-hmm. to have a listening party for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna have a listening party for you. We're gonna invite everybody to listen. We're gonna set up. A Facebook page, have everybody come on that page that day, and we're going to listen to song after song. And if you want to do some Acapulco stuff, um, <laughs> of course, true, you know, yeah, um, I can't wait for y'all to hear this. I did Cindy Lopper's True Colors over. Ooh, ooh, really? Oh, all right. Could you give us man. a little taste? It's only it's only me and the key and keyboard. It's it you know, people know me for you know the gospel house and they know you know I can belt and I can do all that other kind of stuff. But this album has so many sides to me. That's what I wanted because I think people were kind of almost boxing me slightly as oh you just a whaler you know you just this you know the big black you know diva girl that can just sing house music, and I had to, you know, kind of let the children know, honey, I I do more than that. <laughs> yes. 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 Mama, yes. 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 Let the children know. And, and you know what? I'm guilty, too, because I always have you in that box of gospel house music. It's true. No, but My it's fine. Man, that's what you know. That's what you that's know. That's what you know, I know. all you know of me then you you won't know. You know what I mean? So right. that's why this album is going to show people like, whoa, she's versatile. I mean, a lot of people don't even know that I'm on a few Grammy-nominated projects. I work with a producer here in um, Connecticut. His name is Chris Big Dog Davis. He does all the smooth jazz artists. Uh, I'm on Mesa's album, Phil Perry, Shantae Moore. It's so many people's albums, like background stuff. I do everything. Wow. People, you know, a lot of people don't know that. 
um, I have a number one bill, song on Billboard. It went gold in Italy. Like, it, you know, people don't know. And I'm not upset about that. Listen, I love it that I'm getting to show you the whole the whole Don Tommy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get offended that people may not know that I sing jazz or that I sing, you know, do a little R&B and do this kind of stuff. It just, for me, it just makes me, like, it makes me happy to to kind of unveil all of me because they kind of know this one side, but this is almost like a renewal, like I'm unveiling a, the whole me, you know, like a rose blooming, like it's, it blooms out and you see the whole flower. So people get to see the whole flower. Nice, nice. I love that. that is I love that. So, so Dawn, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned <laughs> colors. Happens to be one of my oh, favorite songs. Lord. <laughs> Could you give us just a little bit, just a little bit? Yes, I'm begging. For y'all, I'll do it. For y'all, I'll do oh. it. Hold on. Woo! Okay. <laughs> All right, let me give you a little bit. You know what? I'm gonna send that to you later too. Okay. <clears throat> All right, bet. Let me, let me give you a little bit. Let me. <laughs> and I see your true color. Shining through, I see your true color. That's why I love you. So don't be afraid oh. to let you show your true color. Your true. Colors shining through. I see your true colors. That's why I love you. So don't you be afraid to let them show your true colors. Your true colors are beautiful, lovely. I'm sorry, y'all. I was about to cry. <laughs> oh my God! And my oh. voice ain't even warm, y'all. That's just early morning. Early morning, not warmed up. <laughs> uh, you think we don't know that? You think you are talking to you are talking to two of the biggest music groupies on the planet and I know know. so much into different vocalists that we know like first of all first of all to get somebody to look I see you crying Jay to get someone to actually say we don't even we don't typically we don't even ask because we know like in the morning when the show starts, nobody's up. Nobody's doing that, you know, as my wife says. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's going to do that. But the idea that you just did just blessed us with that. Thank you. Why am I, I am over here crying for real? <laughs> it is crazy. That is crazy what you did with that. Crazy. And I, all right, that's not even full voice. That's just you whispering to two clowns on the radio and just <laughs> like in the amazing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. That just Really, really fed my soul. Thank you so much. Oh, You're my welcome. God. We absolutely, because that was amazing. Oh. You know. 
I didn't Yo, even recognize the song. Will, for sure. <laughs> you owned it. I, I didn't even recognize the song. Like, seriously, True Colors is one of my favorites, and I didn't even recognize you made that your own. That is like, man. And and your choices? Stop playing with us. Stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> yeah, when I do it live, you know, it's a when I on the on the album, it's very subtle. Like it's just me and the, and the piano. Uh, when I mm-hmm. do it live, it, I, it's a little more churchy. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you know it's live, so kind of. And um, I, I last, was it two years ago. I was at the Apollo, and it was sold out. The, the Apollo, um, the Music Cafe, and I did a, a show. I have a show called Dawn Tolman's House Unplugged, um, where I go and I have a live band. I have singers. And I mix it up. We do house, and I mix it up and do, you know, what I do, break it down to unplugged. And so that's where I debuted the true colors there at the Apollo. Mm. You know what? You you brought me to tears with that. You really did. You sang to my spirit. That was that was amazing. Thank you so much for that. I, well, when I did that song, it, that's what it was for. I, of course, we all know that song from the 80s, and I didn't know what the song meant back then. I thought it was, I always loved it, but for where I am now, for me, you know, it had to touch me first, and, you know, showing your true colors and shining. I wanted to dedicate this to those who felt by themselves or felt set aside or felt set apart or didn't feel like they belonged or for even someone who has a dream and they, they're too scared to pursue it. I wanted them to to know that I see you and I see your true colors and to keep shining. So mm. that's where that's where this song it, it, it really ministered to me first. Every time I sing this song, there's never a dry eye because it touches someone. Like mm-hmm. you said, you never felt wronged. I want you to know I see you and that's why I said what I said to you, Javon, about you do belong. It's just the people. So I see your true colors, and I see you. I see you. Man. Mm. Keep shining. That that was just, you don't know. I'm ready to suck my thumb and go lay down now. And, and call, I need to call my mother. That's something. Like, Mommy? <laughs> Yo. That's the response that I want. I, you know, that from the heart. Like, I think it's cool when people are like, oh, girl, you saying, you know, that's cool. I'm, I'm not that. That don't do it for me. Like, I know I have a gift. I know it's a gift from God. I know that. So I'm not saying that I can't sing, but that's not what I look for. This is the response that I look for, that it comes that I'm really touching someone. Before I even hit the stage, I always say the same prayer, God, please let me say or sing something that will touch someone. Mm -hmm. I, I never step in and say, Lord, let me turn the kids out. Let me turn them. I know. I don't know. It's, please let me say or sing something that's going to touch somebody. That's that's it for me. Well, ladies and gentlemen watching and listening, you just heard Dawn Tallman give us a taste, just a taste of her acapella, True Colors, and we are um, here live on Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese, and we are blown away by that dawn for sure for sure but let me ask you this question what is what is your definition of soul music mm. 
That is a good um, question. I think it is, right? Oh, y'all got me mm-hmm. here thinking. Uh, I, I think soul music, I, I think it is a sound, of course. We all, we all um, know that there's a certain sound that comes with soul. I think soul music is when you feel it from your pinky toe. Like, it, when you feel it from, like, the bottom, of, from the corner of your pinky toe, <laughs> are you singing, and it comes from a place that you didn't even know you had. Like, when I'm singing, I can say that for soul. Like, there's times where I may sing something, and it wasn't perfect how I wanted it to be, like, vocally, but that mm-hmm. soul where it came from a place, it might have been like a crack, it might have been something, but it came from a real emotional place. Like soul music to me is, I feel like it's it's more of a feeling. I think a lot of times people take soul and they think like, you know, that is the genre, like soul, this is soul music. But I think it it, it is just what it means. It comes from your soul. Right, right. I think people can recognize that. Like no matter what kind of music it is, I feel like everyone has that 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 space where they pull from. You know what I mean? And it just comes out and it's just soulful. Right. Yeah. So that's that's what I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just amazing, man. That I'm still blown away from the song. I I, I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you know what? gospel music is also soul music as well because I, I remember oh. where I was when yeah. I when I first heard Aretha Franklin's um, live version of Holy Holy, like oh my lord, to this day, like hearing that, like that was one of the things when 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 she when she left us physically, boy oh mm-hmm. boy, that song was in loop, in loop, and I remember where I was when that when I first heard that, and I was just like. Like what you doing to me? It was like something that was piercing my spirit. Right. It t- yeah. I was, that's what I was getting ready to say. That's what it does, and I think it touches people's soul. Like just like I wasn't even doing a whole bunch of ah, all of that, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, all of that. No, that's cool. That's acrobat. But me singing True Colors, it came from my soul first. You felt. Right. Right. Yeah, when right. I started singing, I literally every time I sing that song, I'm like a water well. I was, I started crying. Mm-hmm. I had to like contain myself because you would have heard like the ugly cry and it'd be like, you know. But that's okay. <laughs> you know, Don't we love the ugly cry? Yes, we do. <laughs> Shout out to the ugly cry. <laughs> so I had to like keep it together, but just me singing that tiny piece, it brings me back, like to you know what I mean, from my soul. So. That that's soul music as well. Like it's not just like a funky beat or somebody ah yeah all of that. You know, it it comes from a place. I think even that comes from a place. Somebody thinking mm-hmm. real hard. That that soul. You can't you can't learn it. You can't be taught. You have to have it already. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That 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 they don't teach. They can't they can't give you that. You know you can't you no. can't emulate it. 
You can't emulate it because I've seen some people try to sing like Listen, somebody. Listen, and, and they have it. Some people actually can do it, but there's nothing there. Yeah, uh, that's so, what I'm saying. You you can be taught how to riff and how to sing gospel, but if you don't have it, it ain't going to be nothing but a sound. Right, right. It's not going to touch my soul. My ear right. might be like, oh, that was cute. But my soul is not being fed, so I'm still hungry for something. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, that's what I think. Also, I was I was telling Therese earlier that I saw um, an interview with Shaka Khan, and, mm-hmm. she, and I think it was Steve Harvey asked her, "Yep, what he sure did." How did yeah, and she was she really was honest, and she was like, "What's missing is talent." That's talent. And um, what else is missing is why am I here? I'm not, people are not giving of themselves. They're trying to take from the audience. Look at me. I am a star. Look at me. Look at me. But what are you missing? What are you giving of yourself? Are you giving your soul? Are you reaching out? Are you trying to touch the people? Are you trying to provide them with something? Right, and, and not um, just on stage. Like, that part is cool, being on stage and giving them, because that is my, you know, that's what I do. I'm a singer, so I want to do that. But also, when I step off that stage, I'm not just walking to the back and acting like I'm some diva. I'm talking to people. I'm I'm hugging people. People want to tell me their stories about a song. Real quick, and then I'm because I, I have to always share this story. I was in Amsterdam, and I was, Singing in this club, I did like a surprise pop-up at this club, and there was a guy in the front there. He was singing every lyric to the song, and he was crying his face off. Long story short, I get off the stage. Security tries to just like rush me to the back, and I'm like, no, this guy wants to speak to me. Let me talk to him. And long story short, he says in his broken Dutch English that I saved his life. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, I was getting ready to commit suicide. He said, Mm. and your song came on the radio. He said, I didn't know who you were at first, but he said, I sat there and I listened to this song. He said, and I fell to the floor and I cried and I flushed all the pills in the toilet. Mm. Mm. You know, I almost fell out right in the club, right? So we in the club smoking everywhere in the club and I'm hugging this guy and we are both bawling and I didn't just let it in there I took his information I checked on him I emailed him and how you doing how you feeling that's what it's about to me I feel like you have to I mean I know as an artist sometimes you can't be like too too you know too close to people you know what I mean there has to be right right because y'all get it y'all understand what I'm saying Definitely. But God knows when. For me, there's music and then there's ministry. And that boy needed to be ministered to. And I felt my spirit that he needed that. So I I, like I could do that, you know? Absolutely. And and I just want to play for y'all a quick little snippet of Barbara Tucker talking about being a diva. Just listen to this real quick. Oh, Y'all know yeah. Barbara Tucker, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Y'all know Barbara Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? What? Really? 
Yeah. So, so, <laughs> for those of y'all who don't know, everybody knows Deep Inside, Deep, Deep Down oh, Inside, yeah. and so mm-hmm. many other songs. But most people know that if they don't know anything else. So this is Barbara right, Tucker right. talking about being a diva. Listen being to this celebrities. Show. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, the project, and again, this goes back to the question of why um, one would call them or how they get, how they evolve to a queen, because, again, you're communal. You're taking care of your peoples. You're just not, um, I'm singing or I'm lip singing, where's my check, where's my money, I know I'm fierce. That is right. far from being a queen um, or, a, or a diva, actually. A diva, actually, comes from a rooted word of divinity, God within. So if you're not feeling God within, coming from many of these artists because they're, um, the anointing is not pulling you to them in that way, then it's not an e- a diva, it's an ego. But oh. anyway, getting to the other side. Um, I'm a very wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. You said that thing. <laughs> you said that thing. Could you repeat that last piece again? I'm sorry. I said About. Not, it would it would not be a, a diva because diva is coming from divinity, God within, and if anything, it's the ego because if you're you're around women with the glasses and um, don't touch me and I'm a diva, I'm number one and I'm fierce. That's not God. That's not God within. That's not a diva. A diva commands the attention without having even said things because you're feeling the anointing. You're feeling the God pull. Hmm. Of her in pulling to you, so if anything, it would be more of an ego of that person. Well, where's my money? And I need this, and I need twenty thousand such and such in my room, and I need it. What is that? That You're, is all ego. That is not yeah. a god. Remember. Yeah. So we went on and on, but I just, I just Woo! wanted to share that with you because I. That was a I, message. I know that. Yeah. Right. And, I was getting ready to call you a diva, but I wanted you to understand where it's coming from. That's oh no, I get it. Listen, we, I, me and Barbara uh, went to the same church for years, so I understand divinity. That diva is is a is a divine thing. I do know yeah. that for sure. So, so what I wanted to say to you is that I I felt your divinity. You understand what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. in, in the anointing. Yeah. So, um, and shout out to Barbara Tucker. And, you know, just, I don't know. You're, you're just, you're just one of those people that every time I, I have the, um, opportunity to hear from you and speak to you, I, I feel, I feel something. It's amazing to me that I'm, that I'm glad. I'm really glad that that's my whole purpose. My my, what do they say? Your mantra, your mantra, your mantra. How do you say that? You know, like just that people are touched by me, by what I say, by by even how I live my life. That's why you know when I'm out, I I, I have to act accordingly because you don't know who's watching you. Mm. <laughs> You know, I got my turn up moments, but that's what my close friends, hey, you know. <laughs> right, right. I know no, you know, I know when to act up, you know. But then when you're out, you you, you do have to carry yourself a certain way because people really are watching you and seeing 
are is she living what she's saying? You know, sometimes yeah. I have to check myself and say, look, all right now, you know what you just sang about? You just, you know, talked about. There's a song that I have out called "I Choose for Me." It's called "For Me," which is the name of my um album, and the song is talking about choosing happiness. Um, one of the lyrics is, "You can be who you want to, but for me, I choose to be happy." And there's some mm. days that. It can be real dark, and I'm like, okay, Dawn, you know what? People are being set free and and blessed by this song, and you're out there singing it and telling people they got a choice to be happy. So you need to pick yourself up too, and you have a choice. Put a smile on your face and keep it moving. Absolutely. So, nice. You so know, this, yes. this is me. Yes. when we when we have our show, our first show for the Emancipation Foundation. We have to have Dawn on. Dawn has to be. I know you know so many celebrities and people I would love to have and all that, but we got to have Dawn on 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 stage. You know, she got to sing. Uh, that would be an honor, absolute honor. That would be an honor for me. Oh, I'm serious. So, we got to make that happen. We got to make that happen. Just let me know when and where. I'll be right outside, camped out, waiting. <laughs> oh. You're so kind, Dawn. So, so who did you work with on your new album? Who who were the producers and you know who who worked on that with you? So this album is coming out on Honeycomb Music. You know Josh Milan, okay. formerly from Blaze. I don't know you remember the group Blaze. Yes, yes, yes. So Josh Milan, he's he has uh, his own label now. It's called Honeycomb Music, uh, and so he did. Most of the production, but I have Louis Vega, he did a song, um, and DJ Spin from Baltimore, okay. Quantile. So those are the two that, um, the two DJs, but, but for this particular project, Josh and I worked really close. Um, that's why I said I can't wait for y'all to hear this. I was going through a divorce when this album was birthed. Oh, so sorry. I was, oh, I ain't, girl. Sometimes things gotta happen for you to just. I'm in a better space now. It's going on seven years, and you know that was just a dark time in my in my life. But it was the best decision that I could have ever made. So let's be let's. I want to make that clear. Like it was the best, best, best decision. It. It completely changed my whole life. So this album came from a really dark place, but it made me who I am today. I'm a totally different person. That's why I said that song is called Flying, and the song says I'm flying through the clouds, looking down on who I used to be. I'm walking through the water. Happiness begins today for me. Taking Mm. on the good life. And I'm loving what it feels like. I'm a new person. So so um already there's three songs that came out. Uh one is called For Me, the other one is called I Am Not Afraid. Um, that's the one that Louis Vega produced. And and there's another one that actually went viral because this girl was dancing to it and it went like completely viral and the song was called I Celebrate Myself. And mm. it's it's just real. I can't, y'all. I'm gonna send y'all these songs so y'all can 
can can hear these songs. I'm telling you, it will really bless you. The lyrics, just woo, what the song. And, the song, and when the is, song I, hmm? when is your release date? We're working on that right now. It's it's that it's in March. It's in March because I'm actually going to do a physical physical listening party as well. So okay. I, I definitely want y'all in the building. But I'm. I'm excited about doing this listening party with you guys. I'm serious. I think this is going to be awesome. I can even come there and be. We can be live. Ooh, hey. I think that would be even better if I could come, you know, and be in person. I, and we could just I, make it a. That would be really awesome. So, um, it is in March, and I wanted to do it in March because next month, the Women's Month, Women's um, right, right. Yes, it's is women's history. It, yes. So I wanted it to. I wanted it to mean something when it came out. Nice. I could have dropped it at any time. But I wanted to drop it during that that month. I think it's it will be empowering for a lot of women. For everybody, really, but I just wanted to do it. You know, for so I can be a part of that women's history too. <laughs> Oh yeah, sure. you know? my wheels, my little wheels are turning. You know, my little wheels are turning, and um, we let them turn, girl. Let them turn. Let's turn. Let, yeah, let's 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 come up with something. Um, I, I'm excited. Excited. You got me excited. Yeah, I'm, you got me excited too. Look at this. We all excited over here. Every movement in our history has had its own soundtrack, from civil rights to women's music to. Every movement has had a soundtrack, and I think that women need to contribute to the soundtrack or the women's movement in all genres. So, yeah, see who be nice to submit to that, you know, just to have, you know, like a a licensing kind of deal with a few folks that um, the music empowers women, the messages. I see you grinning, Jay. I see you grinning, Jay. I think you're on to something. I, y'all don't even know. I, I, in my in my head, I'm doing backflips all in my room. <laughs> I'm so excited! Wow, I, I I have such a fire under me. Like I, I I think it's beautiful when we can come together and just like I really feel. I want to cry. Oh my goodness! I I feel like the support from you guys, and I really really appreciate it because sometimes you don't you don't get that support. You know, you get people love you because, again, the love for what I can do. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. What, you know, see what I can do. So they want they want that. They want what I can do. They don't want me, the person. They just want what I can do. But I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. You guys, of course you love what I do, but you, I can feel the support for me. Like, that's Beautiful, and I really appreciate. Sure. Oh my God, I'm I appreciate that. You know, sure. Dawn, I, I just I, I wanna I want to support you in any way that I can. And like I said before, it's it all started with how you made me feel that day. I don't come out of the basement very often, but you know, <laughs> I, I really don't. I, I just don't. It's just the truth, you know. But mm-hmm. um. You know that day that I came out of the basement, you made it all worthwhile. So I remember because I gave you a big hug too. Yeah, 
I, I remember that. I remember that. So, you know, we we gonna we gonna support you, and and hopefully I can make you feel a little something like how you made me feel, and that's that's why we do. That's why we right sort of with, you know. So to 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 support people and to bring people and ideas and issues to the forefront, you know, um, to share. We we do this show for love because of what we love. That's what we do. Wow. Amen. Well, I'm I'm gonna get you those songs because when I tell you when you hear them, you'll see why I wanna release it next month. But for these I mean, the three songs that already came out already, uh, from the album. Um when I say people have told me that the songs got them through cancer, what got them through a divorce, there was somebody who was paralyzed and it got them that they couldn't walk. They listened uh I celebrate myself. They said they played it every day during their recovery. Wow. Mm. I mean, it's it's like real. You know what I mean? Like it's of course this is something I wanted to do was a dream of mine as a child to to be able to go out and sing and God has really blessed me to do that. But as I got older and went through my own life experiences and I said, God, this is this is much bigger than just me being on the microphone. This is a real lifestyle, you know? This is real. People are being touched. Like, I, I wanted it to be after, you know, the ministry is here on stage, but the real ministry, the music is on stage, but the real ministry starts to step off that stage. Am I going to be a light to somebody, or am I just going to be a B-I-T-C-H walking off the stage, acting like, oh, you know, all that, no, I've ne- that has never been me anyway, and I've seen people, you know, like, of course we've all seen, you know, people act that way. That's, I've never wanted to be that person. So I, I just want people to really, when they see me, they, sort of, they see the real me on and off stage. This is me all day, every day. Well, you're, you're definitely living in walking in that um, desire to be, you know, I guess a healing spirit. In, in his image. In his image. Mm-hmm. So, again, you know, the the I want to thank you, Dawn, for, for coming on to the show. We definitely going to do something around the listening party. For those of you who want to follow Dawn, her website is dawntorman.com. You can find her on Instagram. Instagram, yep. You can find her on Twitter. She is on Facebook. She is everywhere, as is Therese. You can find Therese under Therese Michelle or T.Y. Michelle. Is it Therese Michelle or T.Y. Michelle? It's uh, Therese Michelle and T. Michelle, yeah. Michelle with a Y, that's why people, yeah. Right, right. Yep, and I I follow you now. Woo-hoo! Yep, we connected. That's it, that's what's up. So I want to end the show because we're a little bit over time. You know what? Every week now, Rez, we go over time. But it's okay. the conversations, man, they've just been that good. I'm saying, but thank God it don't cost me no extra to go a little bit. 
over. Not good, yet. Anyway, good. They haven't they haven't caught on to 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 what we're doing here. You know, and as soon as they figure it out, it's, it's going to. They ain't crazy. gonna no. They ain't gonna figure it out because it's it, that's the spirit. I'm telling you, that's called it's, favor. You they not gonna figure it out because these conversations you can't cut short. It's it's like so good. People need to hear this. You know. People do yes. need to hear. It. You know, oh, and and I just wanted to remind everybody who's listening and and who's following me on the Facebook Live, we're not going to be doing the Facebook Lives on my personal page anymore. It's going to filter from Instagram to the In the Basement with Javon page. So you have to like the page, like the page. Uh, we're going to change that from In the Basement with Javon to In the Basement with Javon and Therese. So, All right, like, now. The like the page. And yes. I'm going to end the show with my very favorite Dawn Tallman song. At least it was Uh-oh. my favorite Dawn Tallman song until you started singing True Colors, because now I think Sorry, Cindy. <laughs> Sorry, Cindy, but she just stole that song from you. you that's not my favorite Cindy Lauper song anymore. Wait, I think you know, I, I know what, is this, is this what I think it is. <laughs> Whitney said the same thing. Uh, Whitney did the same thing for Dolly, so. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. So that might even reboost your sales or whatever, but whatever. Um, <laughs> my favorite Dawn Tallman song up until today <laughs> was a song oh, simply named God. Mm. Yep. And God. Josh Malan actually produced that. He produced that too. Really? Mm. That's home music as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's my very it was my very favorite Thomas song. So you just sang through my spirit. Thank you very much. <sighs> These women, man, they, and they wonder. I'm not Dawn. This is uh, please. I mean this in the best possible way, but. The mm-hmm. way you just left my spirit, uh, you just broke me down. You just, I have to recover. Everybody, thank you so much. For I know listening. the feeling. I know the feeling. Next week, in the basement with Javon and Therese, and um, check this song out. Go to iTunes and buy everything under Dawn Tormey. Just pay for it. It's trust me, you're gonna love it. You're gonna dance. You're probably gonna cry because that's what she just did. And look out for the listening party. We're going to figure out how we're going to do it. We're going to make it live, and, and it's going to be on and popping. So yes. um, here, yes, Dawn Tormann with God. Thank you, Rev, guys. I love you. Thank we're you for having me. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you, Dawn. Yes, let's, let's wrap. Uh-oh, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Here we go.
day you breathe in me I just want to give you my love But I can't even gain your trust You believe in the teachings of this world And in man's philosophy But I'm the creator of the sun You don't even know me Who do you say I
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.